Have you ever heard of an expectation hangover? I hadn't either, but recently I listened to a podcast interview with author Christine Hassler, and I was blown away as she was talking about an expectation hangover. I had these crazy aha moments thinking about expectations and clutter and how closely they're connected. And I can't wait to share this with you on this episode of It's All Clutter with Jess Marcy. I have not personally read the book, The Expectation Hangover by Christine Hassler, but I want to share the description on Amazon because it really gets to the heart of what the author was talking about on the podcast that I listened to. If you're interested in this topic, I'm going to recommend reading the book because I'm sure there is a lot more information in there. I plan on reading it as well, but I wanted to share these aha moments with you because I feel like they might be very instructive for you to move forward with some of the clutter in your life. I mean, they really impacted me when I heard them. So it says from Amazon, when our expectations are met and things are going according to plan, we feel a sense of accomplishment. We feel safe. We feel in control and on track. But when life does not live up to our expectations, we end up with an expectation hangover. Who can relate to this? This particular brand of disappointment is profoundly uncomfortable and can cost us valuable time and energy if not treated and leveraged effectively. I am going to add to that. It can also cause a tremendous amount of clutter in your life. So let me start with a personal story. When I was first dating my now husband, we celebrated Christmas together. And there was no gift for me under the Christmas tree, but there was a note to check the garage. So in that moment, I developed an expectation that in the garage, there was going to be a car. This expectation was based on the fact that what else would there be in the garage for Christmas? And my car was really needing, I was really needing a new car at the time. You know, I was young, I was just out of college, the car that I was driving was kind of falling apart. So I thought, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I am getting a car for Christmas. We go down into the garage. There's no car, but there is a giant humidifier, like an industrial sized humidifier. And my husband <laughs> was so proud of himself for this gift because our house was really dry and I had been complaining about my cracked skin. So he got me this enormous humidifier for our living room. To say that I was disappointed is an understatement because I had built up this moment and it was just, it was a short time to build up this expectation, but I had built this up in my head on that walk from the Christmas tree to the garage and then a humidifier and it was ugly. It was like a super ugly humidifier too. So it's <laughs> just a side note, but it was not an attractive looking humidifier. We brought the humidifier into the house, plugged it in. Okay, it works fine. But every time my eyes landed on that humidifier, I felt that pang, that expectation hangover. But I also could not get rid of that humidifier because it was something my husband thought I would really like. And I felt bad for having an expectation that was incorrect and for not being happy and meeting his expectation that I would be really excited to get this humidifier. So that humidifier stayed in our living room for years until finally we moved and I was able to toss it out. 
that, that humidifier became a piece of clutter in our lives because of expectations on both ends that were not met. And this is exactly how expectations can lead to clutter. Since I listened to this podcast interview with Christine Hassler, I have been asking all of the groups, the people in all of the groups that I run, what type of expectations have you had in the past that have led to clutter in your life? Some common examples of expectation hangovers being linked to clutter in our lives that have come up over and over again in these conversations are things like expecting grandchildren and either saving stuff for your grandchildren or buying stuff for your future grandchildren without your children actually being married yet or knowing that your children are not going to have grandchildren and still hanging on to stuff for grandchildren because you have an expectation or you had an expectation and life went in a different direction and it's hard to let go of that expectation and all of the stuff that was attached to it. Another example that came up was somebody who expected to get a new job. She interviewed, it went great. She went to the next level, it went great. And so things were going so well in this interview process that she went out and spent a ton of money on really nice new clothing, expecting to get a job and a huge salary increase. Well, guess what? Things didn't work out that way. She didn't get the job, but then she felt like she didn't want to return all this clothing because of that expectation hangover, right? She wanted the job. She wanted the clothing, but it didn't happen. So now she has a closet full of clothing, new with tags that she hasn't worn in many years. And it's all from this expectation hangover, this life going in a way that you did not expect. There are so many examples of expectation hangovers being connected to clutter in our lives. So how do we address this moving forward? I've been giving this a ton of thought, and some of the things that I want to share with you are number one, the responsibility for that expectation is on our shoulders. If we have an expectation with other people in our lives, we need to share it with them, right? <laughs> Nobody is a mind reader. Nobody knows what we're thinking and what we're expecting. So the best thing to do is to communicate, have this conversation. After many years of marriage, I have a very clear expectation that for holidays, anniversaries, and birthdays, all I want is flowers. That's it. Just bring me flowers. And I will be happy with that because I understand now that my husband is not great at giving gifts. And that's okay. That's my expectation, not his responsibility. So I'm very clear on what would make me happy. And now that I've gotten rid of those expectations for gifts, we have much better events together because we've gotten rid of the emotional clutter that comes with expectations. If you have an expectation in life and life throws you a curveball, what can you learn from that curveball? What can you learn from that expectation that has not been met? And how can you change your expectations moving forward? Sometimes thinking about this stuff can be a little bit painful, but once you recognize the clutter in your life and how it's been attached to expectations that have not been met, it opens up this door of opportunity to have conversations about expectations, either with somebody else or with yourself, and maybe reframe your thinking a little bit so that you can start to move forward. You can let go of some of your clutter. You can let go of some of that emotional clutter 
and have a different experience next time because life never goes how we think it's going to, which is a beautiful thing, but not if we let ourselves dwell in the expectation hangover phase for a very long time. So those are my thoughts about expectation hangovers and how they're related to clutter. Go out and read this book. I think it'll be a good one. Right? Uh, and if you have an experience where you have had an expectation hangover and it has resulted in a lot of clutter in your life, share it below. These are really incredible lessons to everyone and stories to share so that we can all learn and grow and know that we're not alone in clutter, in expectation hangovers, and in life. Until next time, I wish you all the best.